The Love Gurus podcast is starting now. The Love Gurus are comics that bring comedic wisdom to the savages asking bizarre relationship questions on the internet. Your hosts are Suzanne Leah Shepard and Jake Vevra. I am the Love Gurus pet robot Cassandra. I love you. Oh, Cassandra the robot, I love you. As always, you're the greatest fucking thing science has ever done. Well, except for curing polio, that was cool too. But mostly, they made us a cool robot to open the show. Uh, we are the Love Gurus. We're going to take uh, ridiculous dating questions from psychos on the internet. Suzanne, how's uh, how's quarantine going? We're going. We're doing quarantine, quarantine is still quarantine, which is great. But you know what's what's been great is that we we now have an Instagram account, listeners. Oh, we do. Follow us on Instagram, Love Gurus Podcast. Yeah, we, we realized it was the 21st century and we should probably be doing social media yeah. or something. Yeah, that it might yeah. Help us. so basically I'm getting lessons from 15 year olds on how to get followers. Yeah. We're, we're getting there. We're totally getting there. Those those annoying TikTokers dance circles around us online. I it's know. fucking embarrassing. I know. I'm, I'm basically just trolling K-pop fans while I'm on there just because I'm jealous of them. One yeah. They're so cool. Yeah, one of them, I'm like, wait a minute, he looks familiar. And then I realized I dated his mother in high school. <laughs> Fucking kid kind of looks like me. You know what I mean? He's got my weird, yeah. awkward, little Steve Buscemi looking face. I'm like, oh, yeah. warm to my heart. Give me a warm there feeling was a, inside. A, a definitive generational gap uh, between me and most of those big yeah. yeah, Yeah, dude, my bastard son is way better at social media than us, though. Uh, <laughs> hopefully he helps us. Oh, this is great. But uh, let's introduce our guests. We have two hilarious guests today. First up, returning guest, uh, the hilarious co-host of the Fake Outrage Report, Sandeep Sen. Welcome back to the show. Uh, thank you, guys. Congratulations on uh, on Instagram. I just got email. I, uh, I nice. Bullet, <laughs> dude. Are are you working your way up on email? Did you start with AOL? L- little bit of dial-up action. That <laughs> I was uh, I was on Star myself, and then uh, nice. Fucking old school, man. Doing it right. Doing it right. Yeah. Here's the here's the thing that I remember about email is that it's you know you kind of think that because you can instantly send something you'll instantly get something back. It took me about a month to realize that's not true. Ah, nice, nice. Like, why aren't these people <laughs> replying to me? I've already messaged them. It's rude. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get uh, I get fucking email ghosted all the time. <laughs> Even even somehow my, my my typing grammar they can tell how how awkward and goofy looking I am. It just automatically like, goes to the junk folder. Yeah, uh huh. Something about that. I even even I, I get cock blocked by the junk folder all the time. Uh, what are filters are tripping up African princes and penis enlargers? Somehow Jake is. Oh yeah, dude. They oh. can consi- they consider <laughs> yeah. me way worse than dick pills and African princes. It's they filter out the genuine requests for those commodities. Oh yeah. I wish I was an African prince. Anyway, uh, let's introduce our second guest, first time guest on the show. Uh, she is the host of Isn't She Funny? Uh, that they, They're doing that on, on Zoom uh, online, so check that out live now. And she is also the co-host of Comedy Ugly. It is what? A comedy strip show. They are in the works of getting that, so people uh, definitely look that up when it comes back. And in the meantime, give it up. Clap, put your hands together in your car, or the subway, wherever you're at for Marissa Riley. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Congrats on the social. Um, I'm working my way up to TikTok. Um, I just turned 30, so I'm like two and a half years too old to get it. And oh, yeah. I'm thinking of just skipping it and just waiting for the next one because it's too hard. 
Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go mean, with every other social media platform. That's good thinking. Yeah, because mm -hmm. Snapchat, the only, the only thing I would ever do on Snapchat is take like funny videos or funny faces, you, you know, take pictures of that. I never really communicated with people on it. And then TikTok came along. I'm just, I'm waiting for like a, a big one. I feel like these are the little waves before the big swell. So I'll, I'll get on board that way. I'm sure it's going to involve some sort of like chip implant in my brain. So fine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Consciousness. Yeah. It's going to end any day now. But let's, but let's be honest. Like given the state of things I said yesterday, <laughs> I said yesterday, I'm like, if I were just completely told what to do, had no free thought, I'd be happy. I would be so happy. I would just be blissful. I wouldn't be worried about anything. Yeah, it's weird. I used to be a lot more paranoid about the internet watching me at all times than I am now. Like, I still think it's going on, but I'm starting to see the upsides. Like, just the other day, you know how you'll scroll through social media and you'll see commercials to where it's like, all right, that's so specific that you've been following me kind of shit, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. uh, I got one on Instagram for something called Cafe Agave. What it is, is it is a spark, it, it, it is a, a spiked canned coffee. It is, it is like a, like a sweetened canned coffee that's 12 and a half percent alcohol. And I'm like, son of a bitch, how did Instagram <laughs> know what a garbage human being I am? I love that. I love that. And they were dead correct on that. I went to the website. I typed in the, the cafe and cafe finder. There's uh, there's not any in Queens where I live, but there's, there's, they got them at a liquor store, a couple of liquor stores in Manhattan. So I will absolutely risk COVID to get on a train to get one of these. They were like uh, uh, four locos with basically Java infused. This man has to know that this exists in the universe. He will buy it. It does. It does seem like there would be a market for it because surely, I mean, do are there? I assume there are people that pregame on their way to brunch, right? Yeah, like, I'm one of those guys. That's who that's for. And I was like, <laughs> "Fucking a, man!" You know, the yeah, best yeah, part of waking up like is twelve and a half percent alcohol you know, in your cup. Yeah, you got to warm up a little bit before that that morning mimosa. Exactly, because even even if it says bottomless. The, the, the glasses are little and they take forever to get them to you. So you need a little yeah. bit of that cafe agave in you. There's not, you know, they only like put this much champagne and this much. Yeah. The ratios are totally off. Like every, can every four years, something like this comes up with caffeine and alcohol and then people die and they take it off the market and then it just comes back in another form. Dude, like, yeah. people I die in cars every year too. All right. Really? You gotta have her. The other thing that was had caffeine and alcohol that, was it Four Loco? I mean, that get taken off. Yeah, but no, Four Loco's back. Four Loco's back. It was killing people, and they haven't done anything. It's still caffeine and alcohol. You know, airplanes, cars kill people. That's what gets us to and fro wherever the fuck you want to go. And, and, and I would make the same argument with uh, Four Loco. My, my basement used to flood with shit water from the city because I live in a totally unregulated Wild West type of apartment, you know? And, um, but, but, but they charge me so little, like, I don't care. I'll swim through shit out of my front door every morning. Like, like I don't give a shit. But every now and then it would flood. The sewage from, from the street would flood into there and flood into my, my living room and everything because it's all in the basement. Um, I discovered that they sell Ford Loco at the bodega closest to me. And so that became my official Anytime I got a clean uh, bucket after bucket of human shit out of my apartment, I would drink Four Loco. That's the perfect drink for that. Because A, gets you drunk enough that you don't care that there's shit all over your living room. B, 
because it's the most important, still gives you enough energy to do something about it. Like I could pound Jack Daniels and be like, I don't care if it's shitty, everything's shitty. I don't give a fuck. And I would just sit there in it. You know what I mean? Four well, Loco brings you up, but you're, you, you know, you're, you're drunk enough that it doesn't bother you. Here's a question though. Is the Four Loco, like, are you sure it wasn't like old Four Loco? For loco, like it was, you know, like I'm sure it doesn't have an expiration date, but like, what if it was packaged in 1996? I wish it was that vintage for loco when it still had <laughs> um, whatever animal tranquilizers got it taken off the market. I was gonna say you know I mean? it, it would stop production at the same time as Quaaludes, but you can still find it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. It's it's Coca-Cola used to have uh, cocaine in it. For loco used to basically have have trailer park crystal meth in it. You know what I mean? Just straight up juggalo shit. And then they took it off the market and then they were like, what if we what if we kind of just go with regular caffeine? I like how you uh, you discovered the one use of four local. Like it's no, it's it's complete death and it's only for garbage. But there's one specific use yes. cleaning uh sewage from your basement. That's a the lot one of time people think that Four Loco can never be medicinal. Well, they're fucking wrong, and they've never had shit in their living room. And if they did, they were getting the shit in their living room out wrong because this is this is the way to do it, man. Four Loco. It's uh, targeted marketing, certainly. Yeah. But that's not what I'm drinking right now. What I'm drinking today, the fifth member of of every podcast, is the white wine. I'm doing Sauvignon Blanc today. I'm doing what? Monkey Bay. Yeah, love me some Monkey Bay. It's sweet. It's crisp. <laughs> Good stuff, man. I like how you go from plugging for loco and how it's how it fits you to then you're drinking some like mom wine. Dude, I can be fancy mom and drink wine. mom wine too. I like both. Is, mo are, is Monkey Bay a popular mob destination? Mom, mother. <laughs> <laughs> it is okay. Mobsters are the magnum Sorry. of Monkey Bay. Sorry. Sorry. Monk, isn't that like Monkey like, Bay you know. to my daughter's wedding? And so I for this, <laughs> I, will, I will grant you this this favor. But I can I can imagine some moms in the liquor store being like, it's got a monkey on it. Who could have a bad afternoon with this bottle? Like, yeah, it actually, here's the thing, though. It doesn't have a monkey on it. It has a weird yes, it little... It has a tail. Is, is that a tail? It's a tail. Oh, shit, those are little tails. God damn it, I wasn't smart enough to see it, see the patterns. You know what I mean? I thought it was just <laughs> swirly. It looks like... um like sort of one of those obscure family crests in Game of Thrones. Like one of those that kind of live across the narrow sea and they yeah. pop up like, you know, every couple of seasons. And, <laughs> and then they kind of go back to, you know, making Four Loco or whatever their, their, their family does, you know? <laughs> making Four Loco. Um, well, I mean, speaking of uh, specific low lives, uh, yes. we, have a lot of, we have a lot of good questions today. We yes, let's hear from our first low life on Yahoo Answers. We are taking our first question. People, if you have any questions you would like to write into the podcast, write them in to Lovegurus Podcast at yahoo.com. First question. Would you date a neighbor that lives right next door? I'm buying, and he and his family are renting. He's sweet, and we've been texting and hanging out for about three weeks. I let him come over and we almost had sex, but I thought about it and how odd it would be if things didn't go well. I haven't had sex in eight years and he's so attractive to me. Did I cut things off? So basically, so what the situation is, is there's a woman who has, who bought a house next door to a family. In the family, there's 
I assume a son or um, I guess it doesn't need it's not necessarily a woman who bought the house. It could be a guy as well. Um, but so there's there's a neighbor that he is. Said, she said family, right? So is he married? I it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't say. Oh, there are a lot of unknowns. All right. Now, I think she's, look, I point this out once every episode, at least. Um, A, I err against the people writing the questions because most of them are pure, disgusting animals, right? B, I I, I err against it because these questions are their pro-them propaganda. It's their Fox News, their MSNBC, their North Korean state-run news, if they happen to have overthrown Kim Jong-il and now they're in. You know what I'm saying? So, when they brush over little things like maybe him and his family and i mean that's like a whoa what the fuck's that all about um i think if he was single she definitely would have she would have clarified i believe um when they leave things out when they brush over things i always think like they're really trying to show their side of it and it's there's a convenient reason that she didn't really go into the family too much. I like how this woman is like she's acting as if she's standing outside of the well. And should I jump into the well? Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're in the well, baby. She the, the guy already came over and they already messed around and almost had sex. Yeah, there's no, there, there's no to say. It's already weird if it's going to be weird. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 You're in this. You yeah. already hooked up with him. So uh-huh. This is going to be. Well, is, what's your question? You, know, you might as well break your eight-year no sex dream. Yeah, I was I yeah. was confused by why why she threw that in. She threw she didn't she glossed over some important details like wait what what family does he have a family, and then she just threw in completely extraneously I haven't had sex in eight years as if that would would make it less or more weird when they do have sex. No, that is a good point, like, dude. In, he's just getting sex. In for a penny, in for all eight inches. That's what I say. It it does a uh, what. I feel like there's been movies about this where it's um like every every person in the in the movie has like a clock above their head and like it's for different things like some people it's like the last time they I don't know but like what if we all had a clock above our heads that was like the last time we had sex and like you see someone doing like inviting someone into a corner but you see that it's been eight years since they had sex it's like just let them do whatever in the corner eight years it's a long time yeah. um. But I don't know. I I kind of uh, like I agree that it's already been awkward. But I I disagree that this person that the neighbor is like a married family man. I feel like he's like an an adult that lives with his parents still. So mm. like, mm-hmm. if, or he could be a hot single dad. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if hopefully he's a hot single dad, or even an ugly single dad. Right after eight years, let's face it, it doesn't <laughs> matter. That man could have a face like Cujo. He could be foaming at the mouth. He could look like just a rabid dog. It's not going to matter. Um, the fact that the fact that she said family makes it leads me to believe that this guy is married. Yes. Either that, or she's pulling some substitute teacher in Florida action, and he's actually a sixteen-year-old that lives with his mom. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. She died this week. Who, yeah, the who woman died? died. Mary Kay Letourneau. Yeah, who died? I love that you know her name. The woman. Uh, well, because I just read about her. I'm like, oh no, she. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> years, she years, most, years ago, she was really pretty hot, and that's why I was always like, oh man, people like this are sleeping with their students. There's oh, she's a Florida teacher that's sleeping with her student. Yeah, that's I. I didn't. I didn't realize years that. Years ago, uh, she was. She was. I think she was like 32, and she was married, and she started sleeping with like a 12 year old. But 
And again, I'm not, so it is rape and it is like completely wrong. However, if you look oh, at a 12 year old, he definitely like had a mustache and balls. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, was, yeah. But he was, he was still a child. So she was, she was arrested and went to jail for several years for statutory rape. He, she, he, he turns 18, she gets out, they get married and have kids. Like, it looks like the state was wrong on that one, you know? Yeah. Every now and then they get those pedophilia cases wrong. I mean, so they were arguably married for like, what, 15 or 20 years? Yeah, that's a pro-pedophilia. That's in the column yeah. of pro-pedophilia. That, there's not a lot of those. <laughs> they, they, not, not a lot of W's in the, in the, uh, the, the, the pedophilia record. That's, that's like, definitely... Also, like one in 15 every year. That was the one. Right, you know? exactly. <laughs> The Innocence Projects uh, of the Pedophilia Division, they're only slam dunk. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of a rough one. It's, it's, you know, it's like pointing out the, like, the one nice thing Columbus ever did for, for <laughs> yeah. it, you know what I mean? Well, there's this one guy, he helped him tie a shoe, you know what I mean? He, he fucking, he, I mean. Um, but yeah, so going back, so going back to this question, uh, so one of the things that she says is that she's buying the house. So she's buying the house. The, person next door is a renter. So I feel like it's kind of odd that that comes up because it's almost like, well, I'm, I'm buying the house, so I'm going to live here for a long time, but they're just renting. So maybe they're not going to be as long term. So therefore, so if I'm buying and I haven't had sex in eight years and they're renting, then it's, Maybe they'll leave soon and it won't be so awkward. Like, I, you know, I, there's just all of like these almost like unnecessary details that it's like, no, you're, you're going to have sex yeah, with that is a good, already That is it. a good point. I'm actually kind of glad that she brought that up. At first, it seemed like needless information, but now I think it's going to play into my, uh, my solution for this woman. So um, she should definitely <laughs> hook up with this guy. Um, I mean, if he's married, probably not. But eh, let's face it, if... If he really loved his wife, he wouldn't be over there with uh, <laughs> you know, eight-year hiatus lady. It was, look, he was so, probably taking a basket of muffins his wife baked over to the new neighbor. and <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seducing the neighbor with his wife's muffins. That's the dirtiest way to cheat. That's like if you told that to Dr. Phil, he, who are you? I will throw a chair at you. Like he yeah. would be the one throwing the chair on the Yeah, chair. you don't know what happened to that homemade jelly. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make, make Dr. Phil's mustache jump right off his face if you heard something like that. So I think, okay, so she should hook up with them. But then if it starts getting weird, this answer is going to involve Four loco. So you get a case of Four loco, right? You're going to have to get good and drunk on Four loco. Wait until late at night. Figure out where the sewage pipe is going from his house to the um, – to the street, wait before it's going to rain, too, because that'll make it, that's when we used to get it. You're going to have to fucking find something, something long, some kind of uh, a long metal pick or something. Go to Home Depot, get something long and metal and a big mallet. But, like, you got to fucking punch a hole in that sewage pipe, all right? And then, and then cover up what you did, cover up the dirt, you know? You, you got to do this dead of night, again, dead of night. Um, you're probably going to get shit on you while you do this. That's where the four loco comes in. All right. Cause you don't want to do this dead sober or just drunk because otherwise you're like, ah, I'm not dealing with this anymore. You, you're going to, you're going to leave all not Timothy Robinson Shawshank redemption. Just remember that. Yeah. Yeah. If he would have, if he would have just been drunk in Shawshank redemption, he would have made it about two feet and then passed out with all of his fucking chess equipment next to him. And the poster would be off and they'd be like, oh, damn it. You're going to solitaire and to do frame. And they would have thrown him down there. Um, so you're going to have to drink a lot of Four loco, punch a hole in that man's sewage, sewage pipe. And that way when it rains, 
It's going to drain all into his basement. And if he's just ranting, he's going to be like, fuck this. Let's leave. So, ba so basically, punctured pipe for some poutang. Is that what you're summarizing? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> well, like the poutang comes before the punctured pipe. The punctured pipe is like a, a literally, a, a, it's a shit parachute is what it is. Yeah, poutang to punctured pipe kind of weekend. Am I right? Up yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. Absolutely. I, I agree with that. I, yeah, I think it's fine. I think just have sex with whoever is you, whoever also wants to have sex with you and just deal with the consequences. Yeah, after eight years, none of the consequences are going to be bad as going another eight years. All right, that's damn near two decades. Yeah, I mean, there's there's the argument of well, if it's already been eight years, maybe just wait another month and find someone who's. I mean, but what are the goddamn odds? You know what I mean? Even eight years, Tom Hanks's character in Castaway, if Wilson told him a sad ass story uh, of, of this lady's life, he would yeah, just be like, "Wow, she's lonelier and sadder than I am." If there's there's a paucity of sex with this woman, anything that makes it more convenient, like the guy's right next door, um, whatever whatever you need to kind of push it over the edge. Yeah. 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 I think so. I, I, I think it's um, because maybe this is her thing. You know, maybe it's that's why she hasn't had sex in eight years because she only wants to have sex with people where it would be like a bad idea. So like at the last second, she's like pulled back and been like, oh, no, I can't sleep with him. But yeah, she just she just needs to to, to burst that bubble and uh, ride it. Maybe ride she, like a yeah. cowboy. Yeah. Maybe she's just lazy and literally doesn't want to leave the house to, to get laid. And uh, so That's she's, she's going for the houses in, in her immediate proximity. <laughs> this, this did happen to me once. I, you know, because like dating apps are based on your location. So I, of course, matched with this dude that lived literally across the street from me. And we didn't know it until we met up at a bar that was half a block from our houses. Oh, wow. And I, it was like, oh, I, you know, this is only a 30 second walk for me. It's only a 30 second walk for me. And I did not, we, I mean, we hung out a couple of times, but we never did anything. And, and for that specific reason is because I just was like, I think it's going to get awkward and I don't want to like have to deal with that. I don't want to like be looking around when I leave my apartment. So, and I'm, and I'm, I feel like I made the right decision. So. I love how you both, uh, you both thought you pulled one over the other person. Like, Hey, why don't we meet at this bar? You know, <laughs> and leave me out like, yeah, the one that's 10 seconds from my house. And then they're like, yeah, sure. And you're like, yeah, one bad interaction. Yeah. I was totally <laughs> like, I make the guys come to me. Oh, what? You live here too? Okay. Yeah. It, it turns out he technically lives closer to the bar than I do. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it was tempting because if you're like, hey, I want to like go out with someone who's across the street, you know, right. like riding the train for an hour. But then at the same time, like, I don't want to run him at the grocery store. Like, yeah, if it doesn't go well, then it's like you're kind of, you know, it's, it's, it's why I they tell you not to sleep with people at work and all that kind of stuff. I what kind of deli meat I bought. That was too much. Yeah. Was too, too soon. It's true. It's I, like, there's nothing more awkward than having to pick up herpes medication. And there's a lady I just hooked up with right there in line with me. I'm like, oh, no. But, but this if it's is a romantic comedy, she's getting the same medication. Yeah. Uh, I was like, what? What kind of weird glass slipper is this? This is a fucking Cinderella story at Larry Flint's house. This is ridiculous. I kind of like that plot. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like a really dirty Tom Hanks comedy from the early 1990s. Tom Hanks. Don't get me started. Anyway, so I, I, I think that that's my final advice. Yeah, just, just 
just go ahead and bang him. Yeah, I mean, I do see the, 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 the kind of fear in having somebody that lives that close to you just in case things don't go well, especially if he is married. Marissa, have you ever, have, have you ever had to like date somebody that you lived really close with or had to see again afterwards? Once I, I went on a few dates with someone who lived two stops away from me, which doesn't sound too bad, except when you're commuting at the same time. Yeah. You'll, you'll run into them. Yeah. Yeah. And I ran into her and we ignored each other every time at least five times what oh on the train on the car and i thought oh, oh, where on the car what you kept getting on the same car as you we kept getting on the same car and i figured oh. out that she liked to be on the very far end like the corner seat so every time i got on the car i would start to in the morning i would get in the middle of the car just to avoid her Wow. So you both had to pretend I'm really into this podcast yeah. right now. I have no idea what's going on two seats down. That oh, kind of I would be scrolling. I would, uh, nothing. Just nothing. <laughs> I would just be mashing so hard on my phone. <laughs> and she'd be like two people away. And it's like a 45 minute commute on that train. And Oh, <laughs> no. So awkward. Because I think she moved because I haven't seen her. I've been like uh, X free for wow. like almost a year. So. Oh man. Yeah. That I think, but, but it's true though, because you know, when people commute, especially in New York city, like on trains, you kind of know exactly like where to stand so that you have less distance. So you kind of like, like you always use the same door of the same subway car every morning when you go to work. So, so if you're unfortunate enough, where an X is one door down and you're always seeing each other. Cause I, there are, people that I would see every morning. Um, you know, I don't know them, but it's, yeah. And even, even the people I don't know, it's awkward. So for someone to be an ex and you see them and then you just get to. Yeah. And 45 minutes is a long commute too. I was just sort of picturing, cause I, I have a pretty quick commute to work now. I, I only am like seven stops and I'm there. So like, that's, I guess for me, it wouldn't be, even that would be a fucking pain in the ass. Even that I wouldn't love, but like 45 minutes on the same car. And it's not like Regularly. you can move to another car because it's that makes it more impact. Um, yeah. oh. I am especially pissed because she only ever saw me when I was alone and never with my new hot girlfriend. Every time, <laughs> I, <laughs> every time I got on the train with my hot new girlfriend, I'd be like, "Come you know, on, where are you, bitch? Yeah. Get on the train!" And I love that. You're like asking your new girlfriend, you're like, hey, can you come into work with me tomorrow morning? Yeah. <laughs> it's just right together. And then like, <laughs> it's at the DeKalb stop. <laughs> it's, it's, it's take your hot girlfriend to work day at my company. Come on, let's go. But like three times a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's take your hot girlfriend to work month. Uh, it's, a, it's a weird company. What can I say? Yeah. Well, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. Uh, Damn, that really... That story really makes me want to change my answer. Now I'm thinking, don't do it. And now, I, I mean, it's been eight years, but goddamn, especially if he's married, how would, what if you had to take the train ride with this fella's wife? That would be fucking ridiculous. But what if you don't know what she looks like? Immediately. That's yeah, but if she finds out though, because you're, you're her neighbor too. I mean, like this thing could end really badly if he's married. Yeah, I think more, certainly more awkward not an ex, but your ex's ex. Or what if they become good friends? What if they're like, he's a piece of shit? And they, they bond over, over what a piece of shit he is? Yeah. 
That's I, I kind of like that. I like the idea of a guy cheating on his wife with his neighbor. And then, like, you know, the wife finds out about it, comes over and throws a, a bottle of Chardonnay at her. But then they're kind of taking the train home a couple times. And the first train ride, it's just, it's just, she's just glaring daggers at her. But yeah. then the second train ride, they kind of just, hey, what's up? And and, and and they start talking. And then they run off together like a Thelma and Louise situation. Yes, you know I was going mean? to say, make up. <laughs> yeah. They make out. Now they're married. Yeah. I don't need like, them, neither do you. Like, yeah, and, that kind and, of thing. And the, and the way that they exit is that the wife throws the clothes out of the out of the second story window and, she, and the neighbor lights it on fire and then they get in their convertible together and live happily. I like that. Her. Wife That's throws great. the stuff out the window, neighbor throws a Molotov cocktail on them, you know? Oh, I love it. And then and then and then they, they and then they make out right next to the burning pile of clothes and, and vodka. This is a we're coming up with a lot of really good movie ideas. This let's, is dude let's Netflix read Netflix after this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we need to start an Instagram page for this future movie. I think it's gonna be good. <laughs> we got yeah. this. Perfect. But I, I think we answered that question. Answered I think question. the question is um sleep with the guy once and then break up with him and and go for the wife and yeah. then make a documentary on Netflix about yeah. it. Why, why set your goals so low as to the husband next door? Go for the wife next door. Oh. Yeah, Netflix don't want to make a movie about, um, I fucked my neighbor's husband. You know what I mean? Like, that's not, yeah, you know, no. there's that's enough for that. Movie. No. Yeah, we've seen that movie. It's not the 90s anymore. We're done with that plot. <laughs> we are sick to death of that plot. So we answered that question. Let's Absolutely. Talk. Next question on the Love Gurus, people. Write us questions at loveguruspodcast at yahoo.com. Share us on social media. Give us five stars on iTunes. You know we earned it. Goddamn it. Spread podcast here. Next question. Boys will be boys or something more sinister? My boyfriend never talks. He never speaks. Never talks? Never talks. Wow. He only ever speaks to correct someone. He says he's a genius and that no one else can understand him and that no one else is his intellectual peer. This question is so much scarier than the last question. Oh my God, this is terrifying. I'm assuming this includes me because he never speaks to me either. He makes food silently and just hands it to me and stares at me. He stares so much. He stares at my female friends until it's uncomfortable and obvious. Even after that point, he still stares. He doesn't like my family. He has no friends at all. His hobbies are walking alone on trails and he doesn't like me to go. Is this just who men are? We're both in our 40s and not experienced in many relationships. No! Is this just how men are? Or is this something creepy and more sinister? Oh, wow. See, now, at first I thought that, when I first started reading this question, I thought it was like an 18-year-old emo, like, goth kind of when they're like oh we're in our 40s and dude yeah it starts (laughs) hey this guy seems a bit of a a creepy dick and then it's like oh wow i'm probably gonna make some kind of riff about him being a serial killer and then i'm like no i think i I genuinely is a serial killer and we're somehow accomplices to this man's crimes can i think of how many bad first dates i've had (laughs) how the fuck did this guy blow past that first date awkwardness yeah, I was kind of hoping that. Oh, good question. Yeah. I was really hoping. Just a waiter, waitress brought them the food, so he didn't just sand it to her silently. He <laughs> they went to a Denny, so he could just point and glare. Yeah, kind of got out of that. Like he was, it just seemed like he was silently waiting as she. 
Yeah, there's it. It's such a. I can't imagine ever thinking. Just I feel so sorry for this person because just even asking this question, is this normal or not? Of course it's not. Of course it's not. Like the only time that I don't talk to my boyfriend for three days is because I'm mad at him for something stupid, like the toilet's broken. Like it's not, you know, like having silence for that long is, is insane. And so the fact that this is in their entire relationship, she's like, is this weird? Like, I feel so bad. Are you telling your boyfriend because he broke the toilet or just the fact that it's broken? I got mad at him recently. The toilet and then are you pissed at him because it's broken? So here's, here's exactly what happened in that scenario. So what happened was the toilet clogged. We won't point blame on who clogged the toilet. Oh, come on! <laughs> you clogged the toilet and it's his fault? No, but here's what happened is that the toilet- You're the girlfriend equivalent of this boyfriend. You guys should- <laughs> Here's what happened. The toilet clogged. I will not point out who clogged the toilet. But it, it was also a work day. And so since we're both working from home, I was like, let's just run and go get a plunger really quickly because we didn't have a plunger. And he was like, I'm working. I can't go get a plunger right now. And I was like, ah, oh, hells no. And we didn't talk for three days because I'm like, wow. all you had to say was, thank you so much. If you don't mind going and getting the plunger, I would have been fine with it. But he fucking doubled down and, and was like, I'm busy. I don't have to go get a plunger. And that's what pissed me off. So at the, at the end of the three days, did you guys finally compromise? And instead of blaming each other, just blame General So or, y- y- you know, wh- whatever he ate that day? Did you guys plunge it together, like both? Yeah. Both, yeah. Like, it, was very, it was very much like the end of that movie um, with Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman far and away where they're claiming land and they both yeah. To, you guys are you, you're to plunging that. the toilet together while playing this endless love. It's yeah. like a candlelit bathroom and everything. Yeah, we, we plunged it together and then had sex on the same toilet. So. Nice, <laughs> nice. That's where I was conceived under a freshly plunged <laughs> toilet. So, anyway, but that is obviously a situation where you don't talk to someone for a couple of days. But for your normal your normal state when you're not arguing for someone to stare at you and say the reason he's not speaking to you is because he's a quote unquote genius. I mean, it's, it, it's like the creepiest scenario I can imagine. Yeah, it, it's, it's just been fighting. Like if you ask him, he's like, yeah, we, we, we got into a fight eight years ago. And made up. That's <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's been mad at her for plugging a toilet half a decade ago and just hasn't yeah. uttered a word since then. Oh my gosh, but you know, you say that, but he, his, he, the reason why he says he's not talking is because he's a genius. Maybe she did insult his intelligence and he's like kind of saying that tongue in cheek, like, I don't talk because I'm a genius. Like, that could happen. Wow, yeah, it's, the thing is, <laughs> here's, here's the thing about being a genius. <laughs> being a genius is something other people say about you, all right? Anybody who says I'm a genius about myself, usually has some form of mental illness. I yeah. don't know what kind, usually a few different things, but it's not, you, you know, it's kind of like, if I say that I have a big dick, but I've never heard that I have a big dick, probably not that big a dick, you know? Same, yeah. same thing with brain size, I feel. <laughs> um, but yeah, she asked the question like, is this just how men are? I mean, now, 
is is there a stereotype that men just think that they're better than everything else and don't have to be accountable for anything? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, but this is a whole nother level. I mean, you know, it's like, oh, men are pigs, but, but and only well. Jeffrey Dahmer literally eats other people like a pig. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this, this guy is sort of like, uh, like yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of white collar Wall Street guys are kind of dicks too, but they're not all Christian Bale in American Psycho. You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't normal uh, uh, jerk dude behavior. This isn't just some, uh, uh, like, a douchebag finance guy. This isn't just a, a, a sort of a, uh, a muscle bro who's, who's a little bit fucking aggravated from time to time. This is like a, uh, I mean, this isn't even, this is, I, I didn't even see a red flag. I saw an entire factory that prints red flags. You know what I'm saying? Just a conveyor belt filled with red flags, one right after another. And I was hoping, like Sandy was saying, I was hoping it, it would kind of get her, uh, around to what she likes about the guy. It's like, yeah, but he does have a nice six pack or he is hung like a donkey or something. You, you know what I mean? Just some redeeming quality. We got nothing, man. Oh my gosh. I actually totally just remember that I dated someone who his stepfather was like this and it was very weird. So I dated this guy and his mom was had a was had remarried so she was so his stepfather however like just never spoke to anyone like you would walk in their wow. house and he would just and you'd be like hi and he would just blank you um that's weird but also i've had a lot of ex-stepdads but none of them like that so i think like he just didn't like me because i was dating that guy so actually i'm on the stepfather's side at this point in time but <laughs> weird. but do you, do you realize what a dick you have to be as a man to where your your current wife's son's girlfriend is picking up on that energy like what the fuck man it was it was very weird um but yeah um i don't know i mean what's like i, I mean so what what's what is our advice to her like what 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 do we think that she should do because mm -hmm. the, the question is is this something creepy and sinister or is it normal essentially I'm I'm fixating on the alone walks, the alone hikes because oh. that sounds very, yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to to an abandoned shack with a basement that all has a bunch of women trapped in it that wear the same dress size. You know what I'm saying? I think there's some Buffalo Bill action going on on these walks. Isn't that like also? I mean, that's sort of like homework for serial killers to like know wood wooded areas well. To I mean, the ones that get away with it, yeah. Yeah. What you gonna do? Do it in a parking lot of of a Walmart? Yeah. You're gonna when there's you, too many security cameras. And chuck bodies into a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you used to be able to do it. You used to be able to do it in urban scenarios. Look at um, <laughs> look at the Iceman. Look at the Iceman. You ever heard any of the interviews with the Iceman? He was like a hitman back in yeah. the uh, back in the well, 70s and 80s. New York has lost so much of its character. <laughs> oh yeah, this guy. He would like. He would like chop people up and just put them in in big you know those big blue uh sort of uh cylinder like like rubber buckets basically like the really yeah yeah, yeah. kind of like the, yeah the plastic things oh, yeah, yeah. and they, they, they're like the round kind of drum things he would just fucking cut people up put them in there leave them next to an abandoned warehouse in a shitty part of brooklyn and just two months later that thing would be gone and that, that was it, whole body. 
But you yeah, can't do that shit anymore. Yeah. If you stole, if you stole a body, do you report it to the police? You, the police are like, well, you you did steal it. Well, it's not mine. I I stole. Well, yeah, I mean, he doesn't know what the hell happened to him. I mean, I guess the city just threw it away. I, the city would have just been like, I don't want to, oh, it smells bad in there. Let's just get rid of it, you know, and would just fucking ditch it. But now it's like there's there's security cameras everywhere. New York's becoming all gentrified. You can't just fucking cut people up and put them in barrels no more. You know what I mean? The city's ruined. Yeah. That's why rent's all expensive is, is the lack of bodies in barrels. The Iceman was doing the Lord's work. He was keeping rent low, all right? And then we, 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 we lock him up like he's some kind of fucking monster. Now our rents are through the roof in this city. I mean, we thought that Amazon was going to be the problem, right? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Big brother, you know? Yeah, <laughs> keeping the Iceman from keeping our rents low. <laughs> fucking disgusts me. Uh, I think we answered that question. Yeah, we. Well, did we? I mean, I guess the obvious answer Actually, would be I, my my final advice is it's creepy and they should break up. Just to yeah, my, I mean, that, that's my own opinion. I, maybe you guys differ. Shit, man, I I think I do differ a little bit. Like my original thought was, well, they got to break up, and then I'm like, yeah, but he's so creepy that I'm worried about her physical physical safety if she does break up with him. This answer, again, is going to involve a lot of Four loco. all right? Some night, <laughs> just going to have to get really fucking bombed on Four loco. You know, to where she's, she's jacked up enough that she can just fucking, like, go at this man with a, with, with a torn-in-half can of Four loco, drunk enough that she can't feel it. You, you know what I mean? But, again, jacked to where she's going to keep fighting even after she's taking blows and cuts. And, again, he's a serial killer. He's good with a knife. So you need to be better with <laughs> enough. Yeah, most serial killers, they don't what? Drink Four loco. all right? You got him in a hand-to-hand fight if, you, if you're on Four loco. Just drink Four loco. I'm talking shattered bottle, tape to each hand, fucking go at him hard. Perfect. I think that's great advice. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'm going to get sued one day. But uh, <laughs> until then, we are going to take a quick commercial break and hear from our somewhat sort of sponsors. Listeners, top off your wine like we're about to do and don't go nowhere. We will be right back. Oh, good people of the internet. I am sitting here drinking an absolutely delightful Sauvignon Blanc from the greatest bay in New Zealand. Monkey Bay, that is. Monkey Bay Sauvignon Blanc. If you're uh, sitting around having a lovely... Eh, quarantined afternoon trying to decide should I should I fuck my married neighbor because it's been eight <laughs> years or should I break up with my boyfriend who clearly is a serial killer clearly clearly a serial killer and how how should I do so should I get the authorities involved? even even dealing with these kind of questions in your life can be fine if the white wine is perfect perfect like monkey bay That's really good. It's got like a tanginess up front, but then it's real smooth on the end. Perfect for any occasion, whether it involves fucking a married man or trying to outrun a serial killer in the middle of the afternoon. You can't do better than Monkey Bay. Stavion Blanc, get you some. Good news. 
It's now time to take more bizarre dating questions from savages, sadists, psychopaths, and people who sound suspiciously like your ex. For the love gurus have returned from break. I love you. Oh, Cassandra the Robot, I love you too. And I love our two guests today. Thank you to Marissa Riley and Sam Chen for being here. Helping us answer ridiculous dating questions off of Yahoo Answers, which we are about to do right now. If you have any questions you would like to write into the podcast, write them to LoveGurusPodcast at Yahoo.com. Next question. Could you date or be friends with somebody who truly believes that the earth is flat? I started yeah. friends with a girl. I started <laughs> friends with a girl who's she's very nice and we like to do the same thing. But she told me in confidence that she's part of a group called the Flat Earth Society. I asked her about it and she says it's a group of like minded followers who believe that science has its wrong about It's a female earth. flat earther. That is the yeah. fucking unicorn of flat earthers. Oh my god! Yeah, is this a deal breaker? Uh, wait, is this a deal breaker, or is this something that you could live with? You know, I I I love this question. I love it because there's a documentary on Netflix about flat earthers. It's amazing. It's one of my favorite documentaries. There actually is dating websites specifically for flat earthers like flat earthers yeah. meet I, I don't know the exact name that terrified me at first but then i was like i gotta break up with my girlfriend immediately and get on this website you know and i want i want to try to find hey man if this guy's too freaked out by it give her my number because i realized in in the moment that i was watching a documentary that i have a type and what is that type women that'll believe anything oh yeah oh flat earth women are the best are you kidding me I get to just every day. I just breeze through questions like, "Oh, wow, who's um, uh, who who put this lipstick on my collar?" Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's who. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Neil sneaking up on me, trying to break up the flat Earth couples. Don't listen to his bullshit. Also, he stuffed those panties in the couch that aren't yours. Those are Neils. <laughs> I this this question in some form comes up. Should I date a Trump supporter? Should I date a flat Earther? Yes. What if someone's really into astrology? I always, it's never like there's one thing and then people are otherwise completely normal. People always want that to be true, but that shit comes out. There's no one's just a flat earther and then just believes normally and is a, has a normal shit bullshit yeah. detector, has normal logic outside of it. And then just this one, in this one area, they just were convinced that the earth is flat. Yeah. I, I was going to say the exact same thing. If it's, if, if they're only weird quirk was they believed the earth was flat but they did but everything every other aspect of their life was normal i would say yeah like i would totally be friends with that person however there's no one that's a flat earther that also thinks things like we should we should stop de uh, detaining children in cages like <laughs> so no one ever believes one conspiracy theory have you ever met yeah. someone no one's ever like this is the one everything else is all above board and I'm gonna move. <laughs> right, yeah, that was that was another thing that kept coming up in that documentary is like they they were not totally normal other than that. They also weren't into vaccines. I guarantee you they're not wearing masks now in COVID season. This documentary was before COVID. Guarantee you not one of those fucking people is social distancing or wearing a mask right now. It's 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 a whole slew of things and normally i'm like yeah you can absolutely be in a relationship with somebody you don't you know necessarily agree with everything politically or religiously or whatever on but 
with this, once you go further, far enough down any fucking rabbit hole, it just gets so goddamn crazy that it becomes everything. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's flat earth or if you, you could, you could go too far down in, into even like progressive shit to where like, oh, now I'm, I'm walking around a part of Seattle where we've kicked the cops out and I'm the fucking cops and I'm beating people over the head for videotaping shit. And it's like, you could go far enough down any fucking rabbit hole, whatever that rabbit hole is. And that it will make you insane. And that'll be your whole fucking life. And it's really, I mean, huh. I, I really, she would have to be perfect in every other fucking way to make up for this flat earth shit. You I don't know. know. I, feel like I doubt she is. Jake. It seems like this has hit a little too close to home for you. I mean, I mean, yeah, my mother's a flat earther. You know what I mean? I, I, I breastfed from a flat earther. And now I don't know what to believe. Her fucking crazy ideas got into her titty milk. And now, because I, it was my first background. Father's degenerate gambler, mother's yeah. flat earther. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> pumping the last of his fucking money into a casino slot machine and pulling it down. He's going, at least I know the world is round. Clack, clack. Good thing you me. I would be so scared to date this person. And this sounds weird, but I'm very impressionable. I'm scared they would convert me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw a movie about cults and I was like, I don't know. This looks like fun. Let's be real. Okay. <laughs> this one looks pretty nice. There's flowers. Oh my God. There's free Kool-Aid. Why? I didn't even think about that. You're right. You're <laughs> hanging out with someone and you're like, no, here's, here's a, a less severe example of that. So one thing that my boyfriend's family does that I think is so weird is that they eat salad after they've had their like main course. So like his mom will like make lasagna. And then once you've eaten a big plate of lasagna, she's like, here's your salad. I'm like, yeah, that is weird. you don't eat salad afterwards. However, I now eat salad afterwards. It's so weird, but it's because yeah. like that's like it. Yeah. So I understand your concern if you're dating someone and they're like, See, but maybe that's step one. You're, you get wrapped up in it too. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's one of these days you're going to be having not just a regular iceberg lettuce salad, that bullshit they give you for free with entrees to go. You, you know what I mean? You'll be eat, making, you'll be eating like a really nice one with like spinach and like feta cheese and stuff like that, and really enjoying the salad after a meal. And they're gonna mention to you, hey, you know, um, a lot of people don't realize this, but th the main reason that, that most people eat salads before the entree is because they were vaccinated as children. And it's just gonna <laughs> like, what? It, it's just gonna, you know, tie to other shit. Maybe this is how this all started. It's just, there's just one person who's very attractive who believed in flat earthers. And then you just started dating people, and then that's how it grew. I mean, I, I would believe Why? that. How much do we believe that's false just because someone hot said it? Uh, that's what Gwyneth Paltrow's whole company is based on. I'm not putting a jade egg uh, in vagina. I mean, I would see what you were saying. I would be in, inclined to believe that had I not seen this documentary about flat earthers, <laughs> all right? Poor <laughs> lookers, okay? It was, uh, there's no, no nobody's uh, supermodeling as their day job and then fucking denying, um, you know, globalist science. By globalist, I'm not talking corporations. I'm talking literally yeah. the people that make globes. That's the globalists they're fighting in the flat earth community. That's a basketball player. The, who was LeBron James number yeah. two in Cleveland? He was, he came out and he may or may not have been a flat earther. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal mentioned on his it. podcast too that he, yeah. Yeah, it, but, but I agree. I, but I still, I agree with Sandeep though. I think that there's, 
based on someone, we listen to people who are hot. And if you think that that's false, then you look me in the face and say, you don't believe Cindy Crawford. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, like, we do kind of tend to believe people who are hot. And so, you know, sometimes that has like a very nefarious intention and it's to convert you to this crazy idea, like, don't wear a mask. I don't know. I, so I agree with Sandeep. I mean, it's, she could be super hot and this is, because there's a lot of aspects to this, like these conspiracies. Yeah, things. that's true. So, you know, I was actually listening to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History podcast, another great podcast you guys should check out. He did a long six-parter on World War One, And in England, um, during World War One, the, the British government would actually hire really hot young women to go into bars and shame young dudes for not joining the army. <laughs> and, and, you must be a poofter boy. I would never fuck a guy who didn't fight for his majesty, you know? And, and it would be like these young, impressionable, you know, 18-year-old guys would be like, what? No, I'm not a sissy man. And, and, and they, would, they would go and fucking join the army and get shot up yeah. because just some, some hot lady said to do so. Maybe that, maybe the flat earthers do have just like secret hot women that they're not putting on the documentaries. You, you know what I mean? This is, this is our secret weapon. This is our, our sort of um, yeah. They can't they can't they can't show that car. Yeah, they keep that close to their chest. Exactly. This is it's flat Earth espionage. Is what it is, and <laughs> and they're 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 sending these women into bars, and like three o'clock in the morning, they're sort of you know dragging young impressionable dudes into the bathroom, and it's like hey do it do a quick bump off my 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 tramp stamp. Oh what what stamp is that? It's what the Earth actually looks like. Yeah yeah yeah. You see that? It's uh. It's not, it's, it's see that the, the, the sun and the moon kind of rotate in a circle above it and underneath it, no one knows. Just, just, just do a line off of the line of the earth. What? Yeah, right. And, and like this dude, honestly, if a, even now, like if I was single, I don't think my girlfriend could, if I was single, right, and a really good looking woman, like late at night, I'm drunk, maybe I got a bumper few in my system already, but she was like, listen, I will let you like, Come into the bathroom, come back in my apartment, whatever. Do a bump off of my flat earth tramp stamp if you disavow everything every scientist have ever said. I'd be like, yeah. I mean, like, I wouldn't believe it, but like, who knows? Maybe after doing enough lines off of a flat earth tramp stamp, maybe you're a little more impressionable at 3 a.m. It's sub subconscious then after a while. You just, you see, yeah. she just says the earth is flat, and you're doing bumps off that. And then the next day, you just like, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's, it's also, it's, I think that there's, two, there's, a, there's a difference between what you're talking about. You're talking about someone genuinely believing something and, and another person just like condoning it. Like, for example, there's a lot of people who are Catholic who are married to someone who's Catholic, quote unquote. They don't really believe in it, but they go to church with their partner because they know that that's what their right. partner wants them to do. I yeah. mean, it's the same thing. Like, you're like, yeah, my girlfriend's in the flat earth, but I mean, she's just so great with my kids. No, that is a good point. I've sort of done a little baby version of that where I've, I've pretended like, so I've never been religious at all, never had a religious bone in my body, but I have lied and said that I was a certain religion um, at bars. You, you know what I mean? Just because some bars. lady mentioned to try <laughs> to get laid. Yeah, I've, I've lied about being religious to try to get laid before. Um, it never actually worked because it turns out a lot of women who are bringing up religion in just those drunken bar conversations are a little too prudish to just kind of fuck a guy at 3 a.m. that they yeah. just met. 
you, you know, but I've, I've definitely, I've gone all in. I've pretended I was different sects of, of Christian. I've lied and said I was Jewish before. I've, you know, like I, to try to get laid. So I would absolutely, if there was a good enough looking uh, flat earth woman that I was kind of clicking with, I would lie to try to get laid and say I was into flat earth. I would, I would absolutely do it. Yeah, I was about to, I was about to be like, listen, that doesn't happen. But then I was kind of like, yeah, actually, there's a lot of like, I can definitely think of like several movies where the plot line was, I, I'm going to lie and be Jewish so that this hot Jewish girl. Yeah, I've tried. Now it's never worked out for me. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. One question about, oh, where did you go to Shabbos Yabadiyah? I have <laughs> nothing. I got nothing. And, you know, so like I could, I, I don't have a very religious vibe. And usually when I'm, when I'm drunk enough to lie about that kind of thing, I'm, I'm also too drunk to doing it convincingly. And, you know, again, most women that that's coming up in the conversation that early, it's, they, you know, they're not just kind of hooking up with anybody. So there's no yeah. way that this like is getting, her hotness is definitely a factor here. There's yeah, no way it's gotta be getting an equally hot woman who isn't a flat earther. Then he just yeah. it's like no, but she's she's an eight and my normal is six and uh, that but right. that's really the question. You'll never see a question. Oh, Should I sleep along. with a crazy flat earther <laughs> that I'm barely attracted oh, to? Yeah, she's fucking uh, some kind of yeah, she's yeah. physically somewhere. <laughs> uh-huh. She's yeah. cute enough that I almost want to deny all science that has ever been on this planet. Yeah, everything. I want. I want to throw out all scientific knowledge since Galileo. I want to go into the. I will follow that ass into the dark ages. Yeah. I mean, isn't this how they recruit people for Scientology? I don't think Katie Holmes was really into. Oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Like she dated. You know, she was like married to Tom Cruise. She kind of like. Yeah, the Scientologists got good recruiting game. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right so yeah, I, so with I so along that note, then my advice to this person would be, yeah, I mean, whatever, be friends with her. She seems like a nice person, but know that she could convert you into this crazy thing, and that it's not true. Yeah, I, I mean, the fact that he is concerned enough about this to where he's going, is this a problem? Like, he's clearly not going now, but not in the future, maybe. I mean, but if you are if you are concerned enough that she even believes this to the point where you're going, should I even spend any time around her at all? Because this is so crazy. If you're, if you are literally typing those words down and putting that out onto Yahoo answers or wherever, you clearly know that it's fucking bullshit. And so I don't think she's actually going to convince him at all. Now the problem comes if they really fall deeply in love, end up having kids and she's like, I'm taking him to fucking Flat Earth Sunday School. And it's like, nah, ah, 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 ah. that's when it's going to get fucking weird. <laughs> oh, but everyone in there is good looking. Okay. That's true. <laughs> it's the hottest Sunday school I've ever seen. Jesus, look yes. at these. Look at, the, look at the beautiful women teaching these kids fake science. This is, it's amazing. <laughs> Uh, well, I think we answered that question. Should we I think do, we did too. Do like one, one quick, one quick one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, quick lightning round question. Yeah. Uh, people, this is our last question on Love Gurus. Make sure to write your questions to Love Gurus Podcast at Yahoo.com. We are taking our last lightning round. So for lightning round, we'll just do a quick go round of what, what you know. What do you think about this situation? What do you think about this question? So the question is: I'm a guy wearing a toe ring. 
What would you think of me if you saw me in the street? Oh fuck! <laughs> I have more. Re I have more respect for flat earthers than I do grown men that wrote, wear toe rings. <laughs> toe rings. Where's a toe ring? A toe ring. A toe ring. Unless you were the prince of a fucking ancient Persian dynasty, there is no good reason for a grown man to ever wear a toe ring. Are you shitting me? Yeah. I, what, what what do you think, Cindy? What would what would you think of him if you saw him in the street? I don't I don't know what I'm supposed to think. I, I've never had any experience with toe rings, one way or the other. <laughs> you have, Life well you spent. Have no bias against toe ring wearers. I don't even. I've never heard of a man wearing a toe ring. So I don't even well, know. That, that's. <laughs> there's no like there's no like category to put him into. Like all of these fucking toe ring wearers. No. That's because it's not a thing. Because most dudes know not to do it. My girlfriend. I'm <laughs> teaching it on my toe ring male wear. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what the, what does that mean? What is, what's the, what's behind that when a man wears a toe ring? I don't think it. I think it's just he wears a ring on his toe. It's not that he. It, I don't think it necessarily symbolizes that he believes in a certain thing or doesn't believe in a certain thing. I think it means he thinks the earth is flat. You know, it's like someone wearing an arm cuff. Arm cuff. Not. I don't know. I mean, I. If I saw a dude wearing a toe ring in the street, I would, my opinion, I would feel sorry for him only because clearly the 90s were his best decade and he's never going to let it go. You know, something, something's happened. Oh, yeah, so something dark happened in the 90s. Is, are men, men wearing toe rings a 90s? I, I would, I mean, that sounds like a 90s thing to wear, a, you know. To I don't know, man. Nah, because remember, people got all homophobic in the 90s with the earrings. They were like, oh, if you have it on this side, it means you're gay. <laughs> it's this side. Yeah, like, so, I don't yeah, know what the fuck they would have done if they saw a toe ring. Like, I feel like men wearing like bracelets and jewelry, like in, in the 90s was like a big, you know, like the, like a leather jacket with no yeah, shirt. And, and that, was, like, yeah, but it was certain things. It was certain, it was, it would be like the gold chain necklace like you you would see some of that with with guys but not i mean it would be certain things it definitely wasn't toe rings yeah well i'm saying like late 90s like i'm i'm picturing someone like Polly shore wearing a toe ring like oh yeah yeah if so when, if when going, was Polly shore's heyday right i mean i guess if you're going for an over-the-top flamboyant look anyway then yeah fucking if you're if you're prince Yes, like wear the toy. But if you just sort of have that with a flannel shirt like I'm wearing, it's going to look fucked up, man. <laughs> Got to be part of it. It has to be part of a look. The rest of your look has to be so big and crazy that the toe ring just kind of complements that. Yeah, you have your toe ring and your Knicks jersey off. Yeah, and it ain't good look. <laughs> well, what about you, Marissa? What I hope you? this... I, yeah. I, I'm, with, I'm with Jake on this one. It has to be like part of your thing. But yeah. if it's not, if it's not going with the rest of your outfit and it's creepy and it smells weird and you're wearing like, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't watch this story. <laughs> I, I, I feel like it would smell weird. That was my immediate thought was like, ew, this is kind of gross. But yeah. also like New York, we wear open toed shoes like three times a year. I don't know. For the most part, I think it's creepy, but if it goes with your look and your attitude, I'll let it, I'll let it fly. <laughs> Until I um, secretly convince you to stop wearing it. And I would be very good at that. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. I, yeah, I, I would, yeah, like I said, I, I think, I think that makes sense. I mean, it's, it's certainly, yeah. I, I mean, if you're going to have a toe ring, do you also have to get a pedicure or, because I would think that 
someone with oh really- you better have a pedicure with a toe ring are you fucking yeah. shitting me like because if you have like really disgusting toes then don't draw attention to it with a toe ring. <laughs> he's just was- got ogre feet with fucking jewelry on it they're all <laughs> crossed over each other nails hanging off the side all fungusy um yeah well okay so i guess our answer to this this question is listen sir if it matches your outfit we're okay yeah. with it but you better have a pedicure mm-hmm. yeah yeah you better have those like like the, the old school medieval sort of like frilly neck things like and, and that come out the cuff too like interview with the vampire you know what i'm talking about you got it you gotta look like that i'm talking three-piece button downs and everything it's it's and, gotta be and, a crazy and over your eyeliner and yeah. your eyeliner uh-huh. under your eyes under your yeah. eyes the shirts yeah 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 or maybe if you even went like a Marilyn Mancy gothy kind of kind of route you can make a toe ring look it has to be a really fucking over the top look that being said I kind of hope it's not I kind of hope that this guy is like a dock worker in Boston and all of his friends. Tommy, why you got that fucking toe ring, kid? I told you it looks ridiculous. Why you got it on? Why don't you wear boots like the rest of us, you know? And and just all of his friends are freaked the fuck out about his toe ring. And in every other way, he is he is like Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting without the genius math shit. He's just a total, total blue-collar guy, but for some reason his things are just toe rings. That's it. And he and he doesn't talk and yet takes long walks in the woods. Okay. Absolutely. Oh my god, if that lady topped off her question with this guy also has a toe ring on top of this, like he's not flamboyant at all. He just sits around and glares at people. But for some reason he's just got rings on all five toes. It's just like oh. <laughs> And you can see his toes just going like Yeah. yeah. He, he plays piano with his toes. It's a total <laughs> fucking nut job. Total nut job. I don't know if we answer questions more just like play into our own fantasies of what lives these people live, but I think it's helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, I mean, I guess. Eh, fuck it. It's your to- toes. Don't let, don't let other people tell you how to fucking live. You know what I mean? Just because it looks ridiculous doesn't mean you shouldn't wear it. Fuck them. Your toes are your toes, sir, not their toes. toes. Tell them to get their own fucking toes, all right? <laughs> Maybe if they, if they didn't have toes to leave ringless... They should, I don't know, not step on landmines as often. I, I don't fucking know. Everyone's got toes. Most people got toes. You do with your toes what you want to do. They're my fucking toes. Just for that, you know what? I'm buying a toe ring in solidarity with this man. I'm wearing toe rings now. It's going to be my new thing. Uh, thank you to our guests. Thank you to Louis yeah. O'Reilly and Sandeep Sin. Go check them out online. Go check out the Fake Outrage Report. Go, go try, uh, Marissa, what was the name of your strip show again? Comedy Ugly. Comedy right? Ugly. Comedy Ugly. Look for Comedy Ugly when it comes back. For now, check out Isn't She Funny? Uh, that's that's going on on Zoom now. Uh, send us questions at lovegurusepodcast at yahoo.com. You know you're locked up in quarantine, but you still have dating questions. We have answers. Until next week. Later. <laughs>